0: L-S-U-BOOM! All night long. Yes! Let's freaking go! It is a late night victorious live stream that we have from Baton Rouge. Yes, your boy was at the game tonight. And we're going to give you each and everything you need to know from where I was sitting. I was able to see basically an all-22 version of the game at all times. And guess what, y'all? Guess freaking what? We'll take a W, all right? So, thank you so much, Clifton. Let's get some drinks here tonight. Let's have a PHL party. and. Look, this is a survive and advance NCAA Sweet 16 type of live stream, okay? So we're going to bring in some guests here in a second, but I want to give you my opening thoughts on tonight's game. Let's start with the positives, okay? It is time to include Malik Neighbors amongst the greatest LSU wide receivers of the modern era. I will tell you this, okay? He was already there just based off of last week's performance. But what I want you to do is ask yourself this question. Malik Neighbors, is not as good as Jamar Chase. He's not as good as Justin Jefferson. Those guys have better careers. But what I can say without reasonable doubt, there has never been in the modern era of LSU football a wide receiver more valuable, to his team than Malik Neighbors. This offense would be nothing without him. absolutely freaking nothing. And I understand Ryan Thomas Jr. got the game ball, and he was phenomenal tonight as well. We really needed him to step up, and he was great. He bailed. They, they both bailed us out. Those two players. Those two players bailed us out tonight. Pass protection overall was really good. And I will also say this. Tonight was Mike Dimbrock's best called game since he has been at LSU. No doubt in his top three since he had been here. The switch release, motioning Malik to the slot to get the one on one matchup versus the safety, the high low read by Jaden on that final drive, absolutely phenomenal. Mike Dimbrock proved his work tonight. He was fantastic. There were guys running open, and we'll get into the quarterback play tonight. Jaden, I think overall, the first half was ugly. Second half, obviously, a lot better. Okay. So let's first celebrate the positives that Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. Are, are LSU Tigers because we do not win that game without them tonight. And I have never seen a wide receiver carry an offense like Malik Neighbors. It reminded me a lot of Jarvis Landry in 2013 going up against Arkansas. Everything, Everybody else not really playing their best. But you know who shows up every freaking game outside of the Florida State opener? Malik Neighbors does. So let's give Malik his flowers here because I understand the negative is going to far outweigh the positives. We were 17 and a half point favorites. We shouldn't be hanging with the little piggies of Arkansas. We should blow them out if we're truly a championship team. And guess what? There's a lot of valid points to that. There really is. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. But let me say this from the bottom of my heart. Arkansas played like their season were on the line. Okay? There's something about that second loss. There's something about the golden boot to Arkansas and matters so much. That's why they've always played it so tough. So give KJ Jefferson and the Arkansas Razorbacks a lot of credit. It played really well tonight, but defensively, that was unacceptable. The play that just did not make any sense to me was the two-point conversion play. That tied the game at 24. Obviously, this was not Matt House's best game, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this. This game also was just a K.J. Jefferson game. And I know you guys know how much I love this guy. Because him and Malik neighbors have something in common. Their offenses would be absolutely positively Shiite if they weren't on their teams. Okay. So give KJ a lot of credit. A lot of the plays that were made were just him doing very special things. So that happens. But the tackling was poor in many areas. The coverage, uh, obviously, could have been better. Denver Harris in the red zone. Once again, turning your head, finding the football—it's difficult. He was going up against a six-five receiver, though. But I do give Jaden enough credit to get us over the hump. The first half was a mess. It was amazing how rough that first half was for Jaden, and even Brian Kelly said in the post-game press conference that it was mechanics that were going awry. All right. The truth here, though, as great as Malik was, as great as BTJ was, I know a lot of you are worried about the defense. Let me ask you this. How many quarterbacks are better than KJ Jefferson left on LSU schedule? How many? Find them. Tell me who it is. In the chat right now, tell me who it is. It's not Jackson Dart. It's not Connor Wigman. It's not whatever Auburn's doing now. It's not Brady Cook. So maybe, just maybe, this defense might not be the best. But we're not going to play anybody as good as KJ the rest of the season. But we have plenty of rest of the season to talk about. So the truth about defense is this was a juxtaposition of how well the LSU defense played last year versus Arkansas. And that was a Harold Perkins game. We we lauded that at such uh, as, as, as an all-time great LSU defensive performance. And it was from Harold Perkins' side of things. We had a lot of other players play really well. But the truth is, our great defensive performance last year versus Arkansas had more to do with who wasn't there than who was. Okay? So, we played, to me, one of the great SEC quarterbacks of the past few years. This is the best quarterback we'll play on the SEC schedule. And we got past it. We got past it. So it's all I have to say here to begin. Now, we got a ton of your comments that we're going to get to. But I do want to introduce some of our favorite guests. But first, we go to Van. LSU, the Nuts Bus Trust. Leave Arky in the dust. I love it. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So a little bit later, I did get the chance today to meet one of the all-time best LSU athletes. Let's go to Mikey. Am I the only one that thinks LSU might have played a little too aggressive on their pass rush, especially on third down? Seems like they never learned. Yeah, you know, uh, the long KJ run was was killer to give Arkansas that first um, field goal. But let's be honest, how lucky we were. They had the false start on the one-inch line, and the tight end. Probably should have scored, but the ball was barely outside of the end zone. Okay. So let me say this. I know a lot of you watching this probably don't care, but let me say this to each and every one of you that stopped me today to talk about how much they enjoy the film study, how much they enjoy PHL that includes Ty Davis Price's parents. That was really cool but a lot of other people it, it was it was really freaking cool today to meet so many of you um and one of them is right here he's joining us for the post game show come on in RSX so RSX say hi to everybody get on down there eh get 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 there there he is ha 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 so RSX i wanted to show him some love here he flew all the way in from minnesota for his first ever lsu game this first time ever in baton rouge Flew all the way in for uh, in part because of the PHL meetup we did today. That was obviously really cool. And I appreciate you so freaking much. And we also got Cliff in here. What's up, man? Come say hi. What, what are we drinking on tonight? Let's show, let's show the world, baby. Got a little Weller going on here. Okay. So I do want to show you this. And this is something that a lot of you blew me up about today. Okay. We're going to go on ahead and, and and not bury the lead here. A lot of you were accusing me of double cupping some serious scissor (laughs) a little bit earlier today, okay? And I promise we're going to get back into LSU football, but this was an all-time moment for my wife and I. This guy's kind of good at baseball. Don't you think RSX 6 This guy's kind of good. The great freaking Paul Skeens. Oh, man, I'm so glad he spent some time with us. He also... Got a PHL band, so he is a PHLer now. And I told him, obviously, that we have done uh, so much stuff on Paul Skeens here. But you guys are getting on me for the double cup right over here. This is cranberry vodka. This is not the the things that have brought LSU players down in the past. (laughs) This is not what that, that is. This is not what that is. I always double cup, though. I'm from the South, man. You double cup everything. But I do want to share this one Paul Skeens story. Okay. So this is how gentlemen and like kind of like buttoned up uh, Paul Skeens actually is. So my wife went up there and she was nervous because she's a huge Skeens fan. Right. And she uh, before Paul Skeens took the photo, he asked for permission to put his arm around her. Like, that's like the most genuine thing in the world uh, He was so gracious He was so, so, so gracious And he's got some PHL bands and merch And he put it on immediately So, yeah, I really do appreciate this, Paul I don't, I don't know if you're watching this, Paul, I doubt it But that meant a lot to me It really did, because you're a goat So we gotta get him on here at some point <laughs> huh? 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 And uh, Shout out to my boy T-Pain, took the photo That's good, man That's so freaking good but you guys are getting uh get on me about the double cup, man. Y'all don't know about that life. Y'all don't know about that life. Huh? 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 But yes, that wasn't even a top three thing that happened to me today. The number one thing is LSU won the boot. This has always been a closely fought game. And we're going to get to so many different things. Now, Pierce taking for the super chat. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's go to Carvis here. We already knew the defense was going to be a work in progress. There's so no excuse for the offense to start like that. That's on JD5. Glad he woke up. Okay, so this is the truth about Jaden Daniels in this game. All right. Th- that, that can't happen. What happened in the first half? That that just simply cannot happen. And I love Jaden. You guys know this. When I'm in my normal studio, the Jaden bobblehead has not been touched this season. That's how much you know I I've been the heebie jeebies here. Like I, I want him to have a spectacular season. But that wasn't that that the, the first half performance was not acceptable. When you played as well as you did last week, Jaden would probably tell you that himself. Now, I'll tell you this. I have not gotten a chance to listen to the Jaden post game audio. But you 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 can't you can't do that. Like you just can't. But this game was also vintage Jaden Daniels in this regard. Very shaky play. Like really think about this. This game was Jaden in a nutshell last year. Very shaky play throughout the first half. But in the final drive of the first half, he was phenomenal. We saw that last year versus Mississippi State, where he had the two-minute drive. We saw it in some other games. My brain is kind of fried, too. Um, and in the second half, he turned it on. But when you look at some of the deep shots that we actually hit, including the Brian Thomas Jr., both the BTJ deep touchdowns were under throws, and BTJ made really good plays on it. Um, You know, that, that was shaky from Jaden, and I'm glad we were able to survive it. I will also say this. Garrett Nussmeyer doesn't need to be the quarterback of this team either. I think Jaden is still the best foot forward for us. He still puts us in a lot of positions to win games. He had one turnover today. Guess what? Who turned him over? Dwight McLaughlin. The best turnover machine in the SEC this season. He creates plays. So Jayden also did not turn this thing over tonight. And overall, his final numbers were good. But we also knew this. He was legendary good last week, 30 for 34. Last week's numbers looked like a Burrow stat line. This week's numbers still look really good, but it was off. The timing, everything was off, and things were open. Things were open. We should have had BTJ on another touchdown in that first half, and it was an underthrow. We have got to see Jaden play better if we are going to be a true college football playoff contender. Okay? Okay. He was still, for the most part, good. I want my quarterback to be better in the second half than he was in the first. So, uh, big ups for Jayden, fighting through it. He wasn't in his best rhythm. He wasn't in his best mode. He wasn't in uh, the, you know, in, in flow state like he was last week. I, I'll i also say this from, from Jayden's perspective. He needed to be great in the second half because defensively we could not stop KJ Jefferson. So I also like the fact that Jaden was able to win the game in a shootout. Okay. That now will give him confidence moving forward because we will be in another shootout with the way the defense has played up to this point. That will give us confidence moving forward. Okay. So there you go. Now, Kyle, I appreciate it. Van, the PHL fam. I will also say this, okay? This next week for PHL might get pretty wild. I just want to let you know that. Just a little wink, wink, nod, nod. It might be. I'm not going to put the cart before the horse here. All right? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Carter, be proud of the Devil cup. So I also want to include this. Uh, we did have an epic PHL get-together last night at Zippy's. Cliff was there. It was awesome. It really was. So if we're doing a get-together, guess what? You better be there. <laughs> huh? huh? We had a player's family show up. That was obviously really cool. We heard some freaking crazy stories uh, from people of all walks of life. That was really good. But I want to talk about this game for the rest of the stream. Okay? And uh, Dr. Morgan was one of them. <laughs> it was good meeting you, Doctor Morgan. You are one of my best friends here, and uh, and yeah, it was really really cool to hear those stories. Now, let me go through the players I think who played phenomenally outside of our two MVPs tonight, who just happened to both play wide receiver, BTJ and Malik Neighbors. Other guys I thought that really stood out. Once again, it is time to admit that the best player on LSU's defense is Andre Sam. Andre Sam was phenomenal again tonight, and he deserves a ton of praise. I give it up to him, okay? He plays physical. He plays fast. He gives us a violent bite to our defense. And let's be honest, okay? Greg Brooks not being a part of our defense hurt us tonight. This was obviously the first, and probably, hopefully, many, and I'm not just saying this for sentimental value. I'm not not just saying this. Greg Brooks is a really good player for us. This was the first game. Obviously, Will Rogers sucks, so it didn't matter last week. This was the first game that not having three back there really hurt us. Okay? Andre Sam stepped up, but at this point... Andre and, and, and Major are going to have to carry us. Obviously, Major Burns had some tough moments again tonight. He also co-led us in tackles, and he had some really nice open field plays tonight. Denver Harris also had a few clean open field tackles. But I also want to bring this up. We also cleared the yard per play battle. They averaged 6.3. We averaged 8.8. Okay, so tape-wise, Jaden didn't look his best, but he still led an LSU offense to an 8.8 yard per play mark. Still pretty good. So understand that defensively, not where we want to be. And I do also want to get to the controversial call here. Harold Perkins... Getting the roughing the passer penalty that was not roughing the passer. That was a horrible call, especially in that mark. But, what I will say before we get to Carvis' super chat here. Okay. Perk can't hit KJ there. And I know a lot of you are going to disagree with me on this. It is third and long, and he's rolling out to the right side. Let's make sure we don't have any roughing penalties. Because the likelihood of that throw being completed is already low. So, prevent yourself from getting yourself in that spot. Should it be called? No. Should it be called? No. It wasn't roughing the passer, but you also can't, in that spot, let the referee make that call. Wrap him up, give him a little push in the chest, but just let it go. Now, I know that's going to not make a lot of you happy. I understand, especially for our old schoolers. They're taking away the physicality of the game. And we also want Perk to play fast. But if that happens early in the game, and it's first and 10, it's a lot different than third and long, or second and long, or whatever the case may be. And he's rolling out to the right side. Don't give him the opportunity to do it. Time and situation. And our defense struggled with the time and situation aspect of things. Also tonight, One of the few special teams errors, they get a fake field goal on us, didn't end up hurting us. They did burn the timeout, and then they had to burn another. Okay? Okay. Now, some of you are probably wondering, well, why didn't Jaden play as well as he did last week? Okay. This is why you should go to games. If you have the opportunity to go to an LSU game, you should go for this reason. You're able to see the whole field. Unless you're sitting super low, it doesn't matter where you're sitting. If you're at least 10 to 15 rows up, you can see the safeties. Okay? I give Arkansas's defense a lot of credit. I have a young defense coordinator, Travis Williams. They played a lot of two high tonight. Mississippi State played a lot of one high. And when you play one high, guess what? We're going to cook you. That's where Jaden likes to go with the football in the deep outer thirds. The Malik touchdown was versus a one high look in the red zone. Well, one of them, the second one. And, um, or was it the first one? Either way, it was a great fade route to the golden zone. And, yeah, uh, I, I still go back to this, though. Mike Dimbrock was so freaking good tonight. I really do believe it. I really, really, really do believe it. Okay? So, uh, Vandy, you get to pick the next topic. Go right on ahead. You haven't really picked a topic since your absolutely master super chat. Uh, game MVP, 57% of you are giving it to Jaden Daniels. Very Interesting. Over Malik neighbors, I guess I have not done a good enough job swaying your opinion here. Okay. Now, a few of you are asking about Mason Smith, Makai Wingo, and our pass rush. Brian Kelly said he's not worried about the LSU pass rush. We just got to get KJ down. Okay. Truth be told. We probably should have done a little bit better getting home tonight. This Arkansas offensive like looked pitiful against BYU last week. We probably should have better d- done a better job of getting home. And that's on everyone. That's on everyone. I was a little shocked that we struggled getting home. But at the same time, when you play a good quarterback, it's tough. It's really, 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 really tough. Okay. So there you go. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep this going all night long. I know I got a film study, I got a cut. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. And I can't wait to get into it. I got some all 22 shots for you. Um, and I also want to bring up one very important thing. Okay. You look throughout the SEC today, Alabama covered, they looked a lot better. Defense looks pretty good, and it's going to come down to the game in Tuscaloosa, okay? Ole Miss kind of has no shot now. They got to play Georgia and Georgia later this season. And after the game in Tuscaloosa, this was my prediction before the season, that the SEC championship game, the SEC West representative – is going to be decided in the LSU-Texas A&M game. Okay? So be ready for that. Samuel, good to see you. Samuel's one of many tailgates I went to today. Thank you so much for your hospitality. I really appreciate you. Okay? Now, I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. I also got to see Brantley today. I want to do something a little bit different here. Because normally you don't get this vantage point from me. You guys are going to get more breakdowns in the film study. You are. But I do want to talk a little bit about the LSU Tiger Stadium experience. I try to go to multiple games every year. It's difficult because obviously, you know, you get home late. You got to do the post game, Got to cut the film study. You got to do all this stuff. Let me start by saying this. There's nothing like Death Valley at night. It's obviously a little bit different now because, you know, you do have people uh, that'll see you and 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 come chat, and that's obviously really cool. I, I I don't take that for granted, but I wanted to just sit and just enjoy myself from just the fan perspective. I was trying not to just analyze the game. I was like, how does you know? Because all of you are diehard, super hard LSU football fans. Super hard pause. You might be that. And if you are, good for you. Hopefully you're not alone. Or maybe you want to be alone in that situation. Ha, ha, ha. But I I tried to sit myself and just be like, okay, I, I'm a fan at this game. Let me see how the stadium experience actually was. Okay, it was very hot today. It was very, very, very hot. The lines are still very long at all the concession stands. That happens. It's like you're it gets crazy. The food in some areas are better. Shocker. The stadium sound system needs to get better. And I love Tiger Stadium. I really don't want anything else to change about it. Garth Brooks before the fourth quarter, you you should do that until the end of time. My great-grandchildren better be singing, Operator! Sound system needs to be better. Okay? Call whoever runs the sound system. Do you agree with that, Cliff? Sound system needs to get better. Yeah. What are we eating tonight? A little dirty rice. Oh, we got dirty rice in here. Sound system needs to get better. Let me get in this in a second. Oh, you got to taste it first. Well, we'll get back here. Okay. Those that were at the game, let me know. Dr. Morgan, I know you were there. And you go to all the games. Okay, let's go to Carvey's here. Burns looks lost in coverage right now, especially on tight ends and out of position. If I'm house a traditional four three with Perkins pin Weeks Spates, yeah, I I, I do need to watch a rewatch to see um, uh, everything Whit Weeks did. But Omar Spates got Wally Pipped, y'all. I think Whit Weeks needs to be the guy with the pin. I know it's a little weird because you got this all Pac-12 transfer coming in. Wit Weeks needs to be on the field, and I'm a big Wit Weeks fan. Okay, um, we obviously have a, have a few mutual friends as well, so I, I want that to be clear. He's never been on the channel, though. I've never spoken to him in my life. Uh, and I like Omar. I think Omar could be a great rotational backup kind of player, but Wit is really freaking good. Okay. I need to rewatch everything though. I do. Uh, but he was really good. Uh I I, I, I do agree with Carvis, so We need to stick with um what we have with our four three base. Um and teams are gonna continue to make Carol Perkins play in coverage. But Ovi was fine today in his first game back. Maybe I need maybe you know, obviously he's been a guest on here. Uh, we're big Ovi fans. Uh, Ovi also, uh, this was kind of crazy. So my mom actually saw Ovi before the game, and uh, she was like, "Hey, can I get a photo with you?" And uh, she didn't know he had been on the channel uh, before. So I appreciate Ovi taking that photo with my mother. You made her day, Ovi. Uh, so let's go. To, let's go to Alan. As of right now, how many offenses on the schedule were you, especially with the secondary issues? None of them. Okay? Outside of who we have next week, Lane Kiffin is obviously had nightmares about Harold Perkins. There's a few things defensively I kind of want to test out for LSU. I I do think Ovi had a good bounce-back game tonight. I do. I do want to see what Harold Perkins as the every down Jack looks like. Okay. Now I know what the first thing coaches would say, and I know coaches, not necessarily LSU's coaches, but I know we have coaches that watch us. Okay. The first thing they'll say is, well, they're just going to run the football right at Perk. Okay. I do want to see Harold Perkins as the every down Jack just to see what it looks like. And I think you can get kind of weird with it as well. And it work. Uh, so Yeah. Now, let's go to Alan Chat here. As of right now, how many offenses on the schedule were you, especially with the secondary issues? So, um, yeah, I mean, Ole Miss, uh, we got to play Eli Drinkwitz. He's a very good schemer, and it'll be on the back end of a back-to-back road game. I still think at this point, and I hope this is not the case, I think— it is more likely we drop a game before Bama than it is that we're unblemished before Bama, and it's not necessarily because we're not better than every team on the schedule. Ole Miss looks very ordinary. They have had some nasty backdoor covers recently, so the score lines haven't been an indicator of how poorly they played versus Georgia Tech and obviously Tulane. And um, I I feel as if we're in a spot moving forward that. We're, I, I don't know if we're a good enough team to get through what we have to get through these next couple of weeks to be unblemished before Alabama. So, as of right now, I would lean towards LSU probably as a, a, a 40% chance. So slightly worse than a 50-50 chance that we go into Alabama with no losses. Now, here's a good thing. If there were a game you want to lose, it would be Ole Miss. Okay, Because Ole Miss still has to play Georgia later this year. They're likely going to lose. And if we only lose to Ole Miss, we're going to have to beat Alabama anyway. Okay, Now, we wouldn't have the chance to lose to Florida, but I think at this point, if I were to power the SEC West teams, I think there really is no way to decipher if LSU is better than Alabama at this point. And Texas A&M, obviously, really impressive effort versus Auburn today, okay? So it wasn't like that they played— Unbelievable text saying but they look pretty solid. They do, but we won, and that's all that matters in the grand scheme of things. All right, Samuel. Okay, Luke is in here. Cole, we get to see you. Let's see if let's see let's see if Luke is in here. Samuel, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Luke, comment again, uh, Samuel's younger brother is now a PHLer. I love it. Got a Branson cat. Branson and Cat and I got to hang out last night. I'm going to show you a bunch of photos from this weekend. Me, Dr. Morgan, Branson Cat, LA mom, and a few others. Okay? So Sibley is uh, of the ilk that we are fine. Just to win. I feel a little bit better about the win than probably a lot of you do. Okay? I do. I still think winning the SEC is ahead of us. All right? I do. I do. I still give us a chance to be unbeaten before Alabama. And I'm still leaning towards A&M, LSU deciding the West. I'm still leaning there. All right? What's up, Luke? Everybody welcome Luke to PHL. Samuel just super chatted me a, a nice super chat. And uh Samuel wanted to make everyone introduce Luke. He's a younger brother of Samuel representing Shreveport. We always show love to North Louisiana. Stand up. Shout out the dentistry. Uh I met a lot of dentists today. And the funny thing is, all my best friends are dentists in Fayetteville. It's weird. Uh now I need all the dentists that watch PHL to let me know how my teeth. These seats are beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. I don't need that cosmetic dentist BS. So let me ask you this. And I, I really do want you guys to get those fingers typing right now. All right. How many of you think tonight had more to do? But the LSU defense potentially not being good. So type D for defense. Or how many of you think KJ Jefferson is just really freaking good. And he made plays that we don't have to worry about the rest of the season. Because we don't play a quarterback as good as KJ Jefferson the rest of the season. So type D for defense. Type K for KJ Jefferson as who you think played a role in them averaging over 6.2 yards per play and them answering the bell throughout the course of the second half. How many of you believe KJ is just him? Okay? Now, this is where you get to the point. I was waiting. I was waiting to get to this point in the live stream. All right? I told you. I told you KJ Jefferson is special. This guy is so freaking good. I've tried. And all I've been told, okay, all I've been told, Carter, you're overrating him. Carter, you, you, you know people in Arkansas and, you, and you're, you, you're just loving him because he has Arkansas on his chest. Stop it. Stop it. The guy is so freaking good. He just is live with it now. The Luke Haas touchdown on the double move, and it wasn't a double move, it was a scramble drill. It was the same thing that Bryce Young did in the same exact portion of the field, to be honest. We didn't bring him down, he was able to roll out to the right side. Our DB got caught with his eyes in the background, it was down the same sideline. You remember the touchdown last year? Uh, Ali gave missed a sack. And Bryce Young rolled out to the right side, and it was to Ja'Cory Brooks. Sometimes when you play a good quarterback, those things happen. He played like the season was on the line for Arkansas, which it was. It was. They're 2-2, and and their two wins are against bad teams, okay? They really had to have this one. I could see their season sinking after this year. So they went out there, and I'm going to be honest. Did I feel they were the better team tonight? No. I think LSU was the better team. I think they played well enough to win. But we did, outside of the Harold Perkins penalty, we did catch the luckier breaks. Okay? Way luckier breaks in this game tonight. All right? So we got a Branson cat here. KJ is criminally underrated because his team isn't good. Exactly. Guess what? Their offensive line, tons of holding calls, tons of false starts. They sucked again. And he still overcame it. Dude's a beast. Live with it. Live with it. It's okay to admit somebody else is good. And I get things wrong all the time. I do. But today proved he's the best quarterback in the SEC, and I don't know if it's close. I don't know if it's close. I do not know. I'll tell you this: if Malik Neighbors is on the other sideline, they win by two t- two touchdowns. I can't tell you this enough, y'all. It shows up on film. Malik is carrying us at this point. He is carrying us. You're looking at one of the best LSU wide receivers ever. And I know that that sounds crazy. But it's true. He is one of the best LSU wide receivers ever. Okay. Now, I don't want to get into, well, where do you rank him? Where do you rank him? Obviously, it is really hard to scale that because there's so many great wide receivers. But I do think... I, I, I do think he's top five. Come after me all you want. I do think he's top five in the modern era. Come at dude. slander me all you want. That that's he's carrying us. He's carrying us. Carrying us. Second straight week he did it. Dude is unreal. Dude is unreal. Now I will also say this. there's going to be better defensive coordinators that are going to have better plans. All right. We did go up against two very young defensive coordinators in back-to-back weeks. But, you know, I, I think he's there. I do. Like, I really, really, really do. The more I think about it, like, you know, the the, the thing about the, like the 2019 guys, obviously Malik isn't in those guys realm and, and nor should he be, but, the difference, though, was Joe always threw to the open guy. He always threw to the right matchup. How many catches, all right, and I want you just to go through and look at the catches that Malik Neighbors makes. How many catches is he having to make with guys draped all over? All right, don't even right? Don't even look at the touchdowns. Don't even look at the touchdowns. Look at when it is him versus the guy in front of him. And he, with a battle of will and determination, says, get the F off me. Get off of me, bro. He makes plays. It doesn't matter who's in front of him. He's so freaking good, man. He is so freaking good. I'm ready to put him in my top five. I'm ready to put him in my top five. His career's not even over. Ready to put him in my top five. Okay. Second season in a row he's carrying this offense. Thank freaking God. That Jojo Earl did not go to LSU. Thank God. God. I thought Jojo Earl was him. I thought JoJo Earl was him at the Chalamet. Thank God. Get Gordon on the phone, get in, get pay Malik five million to get back next year. God bless. He's so freaking good. Hayden, thank you so much for bringing up Logan Dix. So, obviously, Logan was really good tonight. I also think I like the fact that the LSU coaching staff decided to be bold and put Caleb Jackson in some uh, competitive environments tonight. I think that's good. I still think Caleb is is going to be really good for us the rest of the season. But Logan was good. Josh was good. Um, you know, John. Th- there was I don't, I don't I don't know too much about John at this point. Uh, th- there was a, a a sack that we gave up. That was it on him. I I don't think it was, but. You know, I, I I just think at this point Logan and 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 Josh and Caleb need to be our guys. Okay. I I just do. Okay. Um there was a miss by Jaden. That was a very exotic play call by Mike Dimbrock where Jaden underthrew uh, a wide open Mason Taylor in the flat. Okay, it was on a, a, a shallow drag. And um the funny thing I don't I don't know if it showed up on the actual uh game footage, but I was able to pick it up on my phone here. We actually had a very good play call. So, John's probably our best like swing route receiver, and he ran like a little pause and go and he had the linebacker beat. And uh you know, Jaden could have thrown it, but Mason was so wide open when we just missed him. Uh but I think at this point Logan Logan's got to be the guy. And uh, Logan and Josh need to get the majority of the carries. And I think Caleb needs to be the third guy. Okay. But tonight, I wanted this live stream to be a little bit more on the positive end. All right. Yeah, good game for BTJ. I I can't really think of a bad game that uh, the BTJ... Um, uh, has played up to this point. Okay, now the Grambling drop was bad. Florida State drop. It's up and down. But once again, tonight was another example of, of BTJ getting some some bad luck, and he still made plays. Let's go to Jason here. All right, did BK manage the end of the game the best way? leaving it for a field goal instead of trying harder to get a touchdown. What if you missed a field goal and lose an overtime? All right. Let's have a conversation about this. We haven't talked a whole lot about Brian Kelly. Did Brian Kelly coach a good game tonight? He did. He did. Um, You know, he's he's an offensive coach. But he played linebacker in college. He does need to get involved. He does not need to get involved with the defensive side of the football. He doesn't. Now, I will tell you this. If Ole Miss really runs it up on us, especially a week after Alabama shut them down. Now, once again, we're going to Ole Miss and out and Ole Miss. It's it, it's different. But we have got to play better defensively that's not what I'm saying at all but uh, I, I feel I feel as if BK coached a really good game tonight I do and I, I'll, I'll I'll call him out if he coaches a bad one okay the end of game scenario was perfectly done okay he did a good job realizing when Logan got tackled, Uh, before a touchdown run, that Arkansas had none of their timeouts remaining. Now, this is what I would say to this Jason. And I am a nerd for coach management. If you are watching this right now, so if you're Samuel, if you're Luke, if you're TJ, if you're Grant, Thomas, a lot of you that were at the game tonight, Dr. Morgan, the crowd was a difference maker. The crowd noise forced at least two of those Arkansas timeouts in the second half. And that lost a lot of equity for them in the game. Because the thing is, is in the second half of games, you've got to look at timeouts as only time-saving mechanisms, not something that you need to fix to get the right play call. So Arkansas called the timeout. While deciding to go for it. And then coming out of the timeout, they were on a trick field goal. Okay. Then to follow that up, they blew a timeout on the next drive and they still have to kick a field goal anyway. And they ended up calling their third timeout because it was so loud in Tiger Stadium. And that lost their ability to have any kind of leverage at the end of the game. Now, Jason, you should never play to kick a field goal you should never do it unless unless it is the last kick of the game now obviously if LSU was losing in that scenario you probably shouldn't play for the field goal but the game was tied have Ramos who had been really good up to this point in the season decide the game okay now If I was Sam Pittman, I would have let Logan Diggs score in one of these runs. I thought BK handled that perfectly. Once he realized that they didn't have any timeouts left, he said, look, let's just run this thing down. And the benefit of doing that is you take away the ability of what Arkansas actually has as a team. You take number one out of the game. KJ Jefferson can't hurt you anymore. He is on the sideline, and that was excellent coaching, realizing that they had no timeouts left. So I give Jaden a lot of credit for, you know, obviously driving LSU down the field, and I think BK was really good tonight. I do. Now, I at the Sambas, and my wife was on fire today. Now, let's get to the play call of the game. All right. Not the most detailed cut, but I want to show you how Mike Dimbrock really called an unbelievable game tonight. Let's go. All right, here we go. The biggest play of the game, this was a play that LSU ended up hitting a little bit later. First thing I love about this is we're getting Malik Neighbors in motion, putting him in the slot, and now we get the matchup versus Hudson Clark, who has perpetually been burned in his career. We get a little chip to help Emory Jones, because this is a longer developing play. Chris Hilton is running a go right here, and obviously we are high-lowing this defender right here, okay? So, Jaden looks off. And then he knows Malik is going to be open towards the sideline. Hudson Clark let him go. And then this is really good protection across the way. Good job by Will versus Landon Jackson. Um, And look at this throw. When we really freaking needed it. Good throw by Jaden. And good stuff overall by LSU. So there you go. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff by Mike. I thought Mike... If you're gonna, if if I was going to get my MVPs of the game, Malik and BTJ are tied for first, and number two is Mike Dembrock, and number three is the special teams. Outside of the fake field goal coming out of a timeout, um, special teams was really good again. Slade Roy, the whole crew, good stuff. Okay. Go to Dante, one of our many patrons. Once again, game grades will be up first thing in the morning. Uh, it'll happen after I do a full rewatch of the game tonight. All right. Do I think the O line played well? Yes, really good game from them tonight. Now this Arkansas defensive line doesn't really have a bender, like they don't have. Like Landa Jackson's a good player. Jeff Coates a good player. They're obviously SEC transfers, Landon from LSU, Jeff Coat from Missouri. They've got good defensive alignment, but they don't have anyone special. In Arkansas normally has one special guy, like Marshall, other defensive tackle, Dietrich Wise. They've had some really good players. Branson cat, thank you for the super chat. Uh anything you want to talk about, Branson? We'll go straight to it. Uh I really appreciate all the Venmos you guys. I really, really, really do. Okay. But yes, our, uh, I think Brian Kelly played that final situation perfectly. Don't let KJ Jefferson get the final drive of the game. You only have one snap. Really well done. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Branson Cat here. Mike has to get the run game going early to help Jaden. It was so clear the difference between the halves was just running, open up the pass. Okay, so I do agree. I think we could have run the football a little bit more in the first half. But I, I will also say this, Branson, and this goes back. I think Jaden overall was fine. This obviously wasn't the worst Jaden game. This obviously wasn't the best Jaden game. I would say Jaden's performance overall was a 6. I, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. All right. And once again, I'm going to do a full rewatch whenever we're done here, and that'll give you obviously a clear view of, of everything at this point. Um, you know, I, I, I'll I be real here. Uh, Arkansas did a good job watching film versus Mississippi State last week. They played a lot of too high, all right? We struggle versus too high. And, what, and essentially what that means is there's two safeties back deep. And – Honestly, one of the things that will help your football knowledge is understanding the difference between two high and one high, which is basically two high shell middle of the field open versus one high middle of the field close. Now, obviously, middle of the field close could also be cover three, which it is also to hit. It is also really hard to hit a deep shot uh, versus cover three, um, but. Still, uh, I, I think overall, if teams are going to play too high versus us, we've got to run the football better. We do. And tonight we did. I, I felt we really got things going when they started to tire out. And Logan had another good game tonight. Okay? You know, it, it's interesting that last year Logan Dick shared a backfield with uh, Audric Estime, a really good running back. Up for Notre Dame and Logan, oftentimes was the guy for Audrick Estime. Audrick Estime got, it got some Heisman love before tonight. I'm serious. So, Logan is really freaking good. Logan is really, really freaking good. So, and Estime also is really good, but that just shows you how good Logan Diggs has been. So, there you go. Now. What happens next week versus Ole Miss? You guys know Oxford can always get weird. First word from our buddies PHL Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season. And I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial hvac needs it is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years yes that is four decades you know this louisiana weather gets crazy go to louisianacontrols.com or call 225-924-4990 baby let's go let's freaking go i love it so i want to show you guys this right here this is samuel right here at his tailgate what a good time my wife and I have with Samuel today. Really appreciate Samuel and the whole fam. Um, this was from the PHL uh, meetup yesterday. Here's Branson Cat who just super chatted. Obviously Branson and I uh, have become really close friends. I mean, like PHL, he's he's my guy. Appreciate this. Is actually, to the far uh, to my left, that's actually Zippy, the guy who started Zippies. Um, I, I really do appreciate it, and. Um, Mr. Brigad Conti. I love that last name. This is him with this whole family. He's a guy that actually introduced me to Zippies. Uh, the, the, uh, the guy who started Zippies. I love Zippies. I mean, that's just such a great ambiance. And This was uh, just a portion of the people who actually showed up last night. Uh, we had some others leave early, including the beautiful, awesome, LA mom. Um, Yeah, obviously just crazy. Paul Skeen's. I'll keep that photo on my phone forever, obviously. And uh and yeah. Good times. His wife and I have Tiger Stadium in the background. Good stuff. Uh No Shot Miss beats us. They are trash this year. Okay. Isaac, it is uh It's important to look at it this way, okay? Don't look at teams in the SEC as teams. Look at teams in the context of a situation, all right? There's no reason Georgia should have beat Missouri last year. Excuse me, Missouri should have beat Georgia last year, but they should have. You caught Georgia sleepwalking in the middle of the season, okay? You know, you don't always have to play your best or worst to beat anybody. So yeah, it's it's a losable game next week. Ole Miss has a good coach, have a good team. And let's be honest how that game went last week, uh, last year. They they jumped out on us seventeen to three. Okay. Uh let's see here. he should have transferred to Mima. Okay. What's up Ron? Ron did not like JD5's performance tonight. Um I uh I know that because I sat next to Ron. I want to want to give shout out Ron and 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 John at FACP. Uh they wanted me to sit next to him. And these guys know football unlike anyone else. Now, I'm not going to call him inconsistent hot garbage because he did make some really good plays for us tonight, but we we need Jayden to play better. We do. Hey, he wants to keep you some ribs out. Ribs? I was there, Jesse, and I'm worn out. I've been going since... 9 a.m. and we stayed at Zippy's until like 11. So I'm running on fumes here. I know I've, I've been a little all over during this live stream, but that's okay. Because we're here and we're family and we're enjoying that our team only has one loss. Florida State found a way to get it done as long as Florida State keeps winning. Uh, that obviously makes us look a lot better. Now that Florida State has won back-to-back road games. Now they got lucky in both of them, but it's better to be lucky than good. Uh our pass coverage is so soft. Yeah, you know is how bad is LSU's pass coverage? It's not great. Robsey lacking some at corner. But I'll say this about Ole Miss next week. Ole Miss doesn't have the receivers that they normally do. They've gotten some good transfer ones, but they've not really been healthy. Um, I know they went up against a good secondary tonight in Alabama. Alabama secondary is really freaking good. Um, outside of Quinn, you were staring them up. Flicking Bean says, Dart is not a great thrower. Yeah, I, th- I I don't think... I think J.D.'s better than Jackson Harden. I think tonight we played the only quarterback that's better than Jaden in the SEC. And you won that game. So live with it. And K.J. played amazing. All right. So here's what you're going to do. In the next 10 to 15, I'm going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. All right. But if you super chat, we'll keep it going. Because at some point, I do need to start getting the film study going for tomorrow night. But fire those questions in. In the next five to ten, I'll keep it going. I kind of don't want to get into the film today. I'm enjoying uh, being with all of you right now. Uh, But I also want to be responsible as well. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're pulling an all-nighter, cutting up what was uh, a, a, a tough game. I will say this from KJ. The sacks were bad. The sacks were really, really, really bad. But when you have to be Superman all the time, it's kind of just hard to shut it down and then just throw balls away. Okay? Where's Auntie? She's knocked out. I'm at Unk's house. Auntie, though, she got that lemony twang waiting for me tomorrow. I'm excited, man. The smoothies hit, bro. All right, let's go to Jay Madison. Calling all these teams good or hyping this and that player, then next they play like these teams are inconsistent. Neither one is all that. Uh, strong disagreement here for this reason. Okay. Uh, there have been players for LSU this year that have been consistently great. Malik did not have a good game versus Florida State. He's been exceptional in all the other games. Not good, not great, exceptional. Beyond exceptional, to be quite honest. I think BTJ's had a really good season for us. He's been consistently good. Will's been, outside of the, you know, the the one bad penalty last week, he's been consistently good for us. Andre Sam has put together some good good games. But I do agree with the overarching point that this has been a weird season. I still think this. I know I tweeted this earlier this week, and I know it sounds hyperbole. This will be one of the most memorable college football seasons ever. It's the last of the 14 playoff. It's the last before USC and UCLA join the Big Ten. I think that's going to be so big because they – you know, Texas and Oklahoma feel like the SEC. USC and UCLA does not feel like the Big Ten. So I think this college football season is going to be epic. I like the fact that nobody's good. I do. Did Ohio State or Notre Dame look like national championship level teams tonight? I don't know. I didn't get to see the game. But judging by some of your questions and your responses, including this from Jordan with a very nice super chat. Um Notre Dame could have used Logan Dixon. I absolutely. Uh, Let's go to player X here. Carter, do you think Harris is close to having the game click for him? Yeah, some rough moments again for Denver Harris. I will say this: he is a willing tackler. And he, he made some really, really, really nice tackles tonight. Um, I also think Major Burns made some nice tackles, but it wasn't obviously his best, best, best game either. Let me see if I could find this. I have a photo with Player X somewhere. Oh, yeah, I showed this earlier. There he is right there. Actually, I don't know if Player X wants his identity out there. He's one of the people in that photo. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> great guy. Absolutely great guy. The Aaron Anderson flip pass is going to break a big play here soon. Yeah, interesting night tonight for uh, Aaron. I think... At this point, now there are some games where he's gotten open and we just haven't hit him. But you know, you look at two catches for uh 14 yards, had a nice one for a first down, so you could see him getting better. Um, but on on that on that little pop pass, gotta make that safety miss right there. Now, I think people that watch Aaron Anderson play in high school, you would have never thunk safety would have just tackled him clean right there uh but yes you know it's starting to move a little bit better for aaron um chris hilton played a lot no catches i don't believe he even had a target either um let me see did he have a target i don't know uh Interesting here is Arkansas only had one, two, three, four, five players catch passes tonight. God, uh, their receiver room is a freaking disaster. I think LSU, I'm, I'm serious. I think LSU's got obviously two receivers better than any of theirs. And I think they have a third who would be the number three guy for them. Game in a row no catches uh, for Kyron either. so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you this is going to sound crazy. I'm open for Shelton Sampson getting another opportunity to play this year. I don't care if he dropped passes versus Grambling and got open. That's all I care about, ultimately, you get open. Obviously, I'd rather you catch the football. But getting open is a little bit more stable than just drops. It's harder to get open than it is to catch a football. So, I think Shelton is going to catch the football next time he plays. But then again, it could just be me just spitballing here. All right, sure enough. You're really going to do this? To be honest, I didn't see KJ make a pass tonight that any quarterback in college football couldn't make to wide open receivers. No one within 10 yards. Okay. Uh, which wide receiver was open tonight? Tell me. T- 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 point him out. He had some good RPO reads. But I, I, I understand like RPOs look like easy throws. They are not. They are not as easy as you think. Okay. Luke Haas was open, but that was on a scramble drill. DB just lost him. It took KJ rolling out to the right side to find him. Okay, so this idea that guys were just running open for Arkansas tonight, lunacy. Lunacy. What game are you watching? Now, any tight end on the field? That is true. Okay. Um, Haas did have the open touchdown. I don't know whose man that was. That was going in Ovi Agufu's direction. I don't know if Ovi should have picked up that tight end on the split zone. He did have a wide-open tight end Haas again before uh, that touchdown. It was a really elaborate play design. Um, they flooded the left side of the field, and they had some verticals clear out. Still took a good throw. So, yeah, he had some open throws. He did. But outside of the tight end, who who was open? You tell me. Okay? The throw to the binion out of the backfield is really good. Okay? Uh, But this idea that any quarterback in college football is making some of the plays that this guy made. Pass me some of that. I can use it. It's late. (laughs) Huh? 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 Mississippi State also lost to South Carolina. No real surprise. I think everyone thought uh, South Carolina was going to win. I've not seen a score update. How was the game? Was it a high-scoring game, low-scoring game? Put a Perry here. I think we overestimated the LSU Mississippi State game. I'm not. Um in what way? Overestimated, like overrate LSU? Maybe so. Maybe so. But let me let me follow let me follow this up and let me ask you this, Perry, or whoever may be watching this right now. Uh do do I think do I think LSU is 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 the best team in the West right now? No, I think I think they're tied for third. Okay, all right. Take a few more here. Once again, if you' super time, we keep the party moving. I gotta get some more of this Clifton dirty rice. I'm gonna hang out with RSX for a little bit. That's my guy. Can you believe someone? Of loves PHL loves LSU football that much. Flew down from Minnesota by himself. He, he wanted to live this Tiger Stadium dream. Meet some of the other PHL members, and even came to the post game show at our secret location. Uh, if, if if you want to come get some dirty rice, come on. Message me, and we'll we'll have you over here. Why not? Just have an open door policy. So when I when I was walking over here to the secret location, I actually missed my turn. So I actually walked, and I, I walked like an extra like half a mile. Uh, And that did not help, because we walked miles on miles on miles today. Like, you know the Vanessa Carlson song? That was me today. If you know I'd walk... A thousand miles, so I can just see PHL. Gotta love it. I'd have to to see, apparently Colorado got destroyed today. That's the thing, when you go to a game, it's so hard to watch all the other games. Thanks to Samuel, though, I did get to see the end of that Florida State-Clemson game. Ah, Jordan, look at you. You sexy beast. We overestimated Notre Dame's offense. Uh, No, I think the target distribution is really good for BTJ right now. We just need to hit him in stride. That'll go a long way. It is just amazing some of you, some of you KJ haters in here. Uh, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't give him his due. I think, I think y'all just want me to be so wrong about him. That's fine. All right, y'all. Really fun post-game show. Now, I really do appreciate all of you. You make this dream a reality for me. And I, I never thought I'd be going to LSU football games. And people appreciating what we do here. Okay? If you're watching this right now at 1222 in the morning, you love LSU football. More than likely, you're going to oversleep your alarm. So, please go set your fantasy lineups. I don't want you guys to wake up. Dead it. Dead it. So-and-so was inactive, and I didn't see it because I overslept the noon window. Set your fantasy lineups now. Arizona State actually hanging with USC right now? That's wild. I thought that 35-point spread was insane. Because if you get shut out the week before, like Arizona State did, it's either, number one, you just suck, or, number two, you're going to come out the next week and actually fight. And USC is obviously fraudulent with their defense. Dante about to take that Ambien, baby. Now, let's go through all the Super Chats. Mikey was our first Super Chatter. Jared, Van our top Super Chatter of the evening. Carvis, good to see you. Mark, I really appreciate this. I want to spend more time on this because Mark asked this in the middle of like uh, when we're getting very intense with the LSU discussion. So I want to give Mark a little bit more time in the Super Chat here. Uh, Alan, Carvis, Carvis being one of my closest buddies here. I really do appreciate all of you, okay? And I'm very proud of the double cuff, even though you guys think I'm I'm going crazy. Washington up 45 to 12 and a half. They are the best team in the country in the, at the moment. Okay. I think Penix deserves a Heisman at this point. I do. Um, I think he's been the best player. I do. Uh, But we'll see as the the difficulty goes up. But Penix has been the best quarterback in college football up to this point. Obviously, Caleb, but Caleb is the best quarterback. But who's had the best season at this point? It's been Penix. Okay. Brett, good to see you. Yeah, tailgating was insane today. I really appreciate each and every one. Okay. Now, once again, I'll dedicate this live stream, of course, to Greg Brooks. I know how much it hurt him not being out there, especially as the defense struggled. Uh, But I want to show some major love at the end of this live stream uh, to Grant and Zach. They actually came and found us for the halftime show. That's absolutely crazy. Grant found us. Zach actually just kind of ran into us. Uh, I really do appreciate that, man. That really meant the world to me. Um, and uh, I got to go to the game today only because of something called generosity. And I don't have the photo because they had not sent it to me yet. Um, I don't know. I think my wife has this photo. Uh, but John and Ron at FACP monitoring. Now, obviously, they're very successful. And I don't know exactly, really, what FACP monitoring actually is. It's a fire monitoring service. So y'all go show them some love. FACP uh, monitoring. I, I deeply appreciate you guys. I really, really, really do. Okay. Yeah, Pegasus just said that. They haven't really played anyone yet. Um, but they look good. They look good. All right, guys. We'll see you. We'll have a film study. It, won't, it might not be the longest film study, but we're going to do one. It'll air tomorrow night 6 p.m. Central. It is Power. Hour. LSU. Bam! Shout out Malik. Shout out Jaden. We did enough to get it done tonight. Defense, we got to play better. But... On the bright side, special teams. They've not had a bad game yet. Knock on wood. We're going to continue it. Uh, big shout out to Paul Skeens. Also got to meet Jeremiah Hughes' parents today. Shout out to the Hughes family. That's obviously really cool. And um, tonight, we're doing Dirty Rice with Cuzzo Cliff. I'll be chatting in the Discord, okay? Let's begin. Let's go.